Hi, in this episode of the Kamalife podcast, I have been interviewed by Nia Roy from Illuminations World podcast. We speak about everything from self-love to the self-love process to healing and much more. Do watch and let me know how you enjoyed it. Welcome to another episode of Illuminations World Podcast. I'm your host, Nia Roy. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, yoga teacher, and sound therapist here at Illuminations. So we have another guest here today, and her name is Meher Mirchandani. She is an award-winning entrepreneur, author, healer, and coach. Meher is the director of Monterey logistics fund and managing director of Palman Group. She is a maven who balances her various roles with equal ease and persistent hard work, whether it is that of a business leader, decision maker, wife, daughter, or a devoted mother to her two twin daughters. So thank you so much, Meher, for joining me here today. I cannot get wait to get started on our show today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so the topic of our show today is all about self-love. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. So Meher, I want you to share a little bit about self-love and tell me what exactly is self-love and why is it important so if there's something missing in your life it is you it is the connection with yourself and it is the love for yourself and this originated from my personal experience with myself and my journey for most of my life i felt something was missing in my life not knowingly it was me I was not in love with myself. I was not appreciating, accepting myself for who I am. Mm -hmm. And um, my journey taught me that loving myself is the greatest gift I can give myself. We all live with subconscious programming mm -hmm. and the programming that someone else's love will complete us mm -hmm. When they love us as per our expectations is what I grew up with too. Yeah. Maybe watching the Disney tales and the Bollywood movies and things like yeah. that. The programming was in me. Yeah. So when I got married to the man I loved, I felt I was complete. Yeah. I felt there was nothing else that could complete me yeah. but getting married to the person I loved and he loving me back as per my expectations. Yeah. But if you notice the keyword, my expectations. Yeah. So we don't even know each. I mean, we don't even know ourselves. Leave alone somebody else knowing our expectations. Yeah. So this was the whole disparity which I was living in. And I got into a rabbit hole of not understanding how to get out of it. Yeah. I was in a prison in my head, not knowing what I wanted, not knowing why I was convicted and when was the release date. I yeah. was in so much pain in my heart and soul, not understanding what was missing in my life until I found me. So what was that journey like? So can you share a little bit about what uh, 
you went through that gave you this clarity or this insight of what exactly is self-love and why it was so important to you? So I was, in fact, I'm a healer as well, a theta healer. And I really believe in these modalities. And I feel that they are the ones that answer questions of life that we are not aware about. Mm. So um, a series of reflections and exercises along with a past life regression therapy and a quantum healing session made me realize that I had actually wasted several lives waiting for someone else to complete me. Hmm. And when I finished that session, it was an aha moment for me. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my God, I did that in my past lives and I'm doing that in my current life. So that is what got me the awareness that I have wasted a lifetime seeking love of another. But now it's my turn to love myself and lead a life of fulfillment, contentment and live my purpose and passion and vision and mission for this life because I couldn't waste it anymore. I had done it in the past. So what do you exactly mean by wasting it? So before you had this understanding or before you went down this journey, what did that lack of self-love look like for you? And why was it so apparent? So I would wait for validation from my husband for everything I did. Um, as soon as I got married, I also started my fashion label called Meher and Radhima with my best friend Radhima. And uh, everything was awesome, successful. But what was missing was I was seeking validation, love from my husband all the time. Mm. And uh, that was pretty miserable, actually, you know, just waiting for someone else to love you, to complete you, to make you feel who you are meant to be. Because I was not good enough in my own eyes. Mm. And uh, I have grown up in a very luxurious house, I may say. I'm I'm blessed and grateful and aware that I have been brought up in a privileged home. Mm. Besides that, I felt incomplete. Wow. Yeah. And it was, of course, an illusion created by my mind that my husband will complete me and it's, it's, and it's his job to complete me. Yeah. It's nobody's job to complete you. Yeah. After we are all aware, we get to know that it's nobody's job to complete you, but only your own job to complete you. So when you say com- when you were expecting your husband to complete you and... Uh, you had to change that uh, narrative and do the work for yourself. What did that look like? So I felt like a victim. I had a victim mentality. Mm. I felt I was hit by all circumstances. And I was a victim of being married to the person maybe not fit for me. I was being being married very too early in life. I was a victim of everything I felt. So I had to change the victim mentality into the victor mentality. I had to get my power back Mm. from my own beliefs and my thinking. I had to change my beliefs. I had to reprogram them. Yeah. And I love I love how you mentioned that concept about moving from victim to victor because a lot of people don't even realize that they get into this loop because when you're a victim or when you play the victim role, 
it's a lot easier because it's poor me, right? And it's, uh, you know, I can't do anything about it. And you kind of have this uh, very low mentality where you don't take charge, you don't make choices. But it must have been quite hard for you to shake that and take that first step, or was it not? It was super hard. I thought it was my my life was to live in pain. My life was to live an unfulfilled life for the rest of my life. Wow. I thought that was my life. It's done. Kalas, you know, it's over. And only if I, if I really, really want to live, I will have to come back. I will have to be reborn in another lifetime to live the life I desire. Oh my. So it was, yeah, I was like, and hence the name of my book, Come Alive, Don't Just Exist. I was just existing. Wow. So when I realized this, I came alive. Wow. And and what was that breaking point? You must have had an aha moment or a breaking point that made you say or think, you know what, enough is enough. I need to change something. So it was seeing my past life. I mean, whoever believes in past life, so wow. I saw it. I saw it so clearly in front of my eyes. Wow. Yeah. In I a session similar to what you would do. Yeah. It, it was, a, I saw it so clearly that I had wasted a lifetime seeking love from another. And, and I was doing the same thing. I was repeating the pattern. pattern. Yeah. I was repeating the pattern in this life. And that, that itself was like a punch in my face. Wow. It was like, what? What was I thinking? What so, am I doing? So it's almost like if you do the exact same thing. Mistake. Imagine. And it'll just keep repeating it. So it's almost like whatever your soul's journey was, it was asking you to shift. But the only way you can do that was through going through this negative uh, pain, or I mean this pain phase or this. Yes, absolutely. Like they say, the heart has to break for the light to enter. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened with 100%, me. A hundred percent. Because if you think about it, if you if everything was fine and you're comfortable, then there isn't a need for a change. It's only Absolutely. when you're going through pain, right? Absolutely. So what did you do next? So uh, I realized I started taking charge of my life. I started taking charge of what I want to do, what I want to achieve. I started taking my power back from everyone who I had given my power to. And I started the journey of um, prioritizing myself. I made myself my number one priority. Wow. I started meditating. I started reading, learning new things. I started journaling. I started um, exercising. I used to not do any of these up until 35 years of age. Wow. Wow. I so never took care of me as I would for anybody I loved. Mm. I didn't take care of myself as much as I could take care of myself. Wow. So like in that initial moment, so like you had that realization and you started making time for yourself, those initial phases of facing the truth and looking at whatever that needed to come up, I'm sure there must have been a lot of hard truths for you to accept. And what was that like? So of course it was a painful journey and... Um, you feel alone at first. You feel very, very alone because you just realize that everything that you lived for or with in your mind, of course, in your subconscious programming, it's an illusion. 
so you have to break out break free from those illusions of those subconscious programming which has taught you things that are not even true mm. and what was that what what were these subconscious um patterns or thoughts that you had that you had to break through any i mean simple things like you know when we grow up we see our mother behaving in a certain way with her children or a husband or her in-laws or whatever it is you know we observe and it goes to our subconscious programming right mm. so for my mother my my father is the most important thing in life after that it's the kids maybe then the in-laws then the family and then herself wow so i lived with the same programming and i had to break that i had to really break that and explain to myself and reprogram my my subconscious programming to telling myself that i am the most important part of my life i am the most important person of my life yeah i am the most important thing to me and i will meet myself first which is i will meditate and meet myself in that meditation of 1 hour every single day because i am the most important thing to me Wow. And that was difficult for me to do. It was very, very difficult for me to understand, explain to myself that I am the most important. Because I, mean, thing to I me. imagine you must have felt some form of guilt <laughs> at first. Yeah, it takes time to let go. Wow. And it's very difficult when it's so embedded, even in societal exactly belief system. I 100%. would say because we all have that social consciousness, you know, which which also uh, carried down through generations yes, as well, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow! So just breaking that norm as well, wow. absolutely, it's wow. tough. It's and very, very challenging, but it's very rewarding when you get that awareness. When you understand that nobody is going to rescue you, mm. you have to rescue yourself mm -hmm. and live the life you desire and yeah. you want to, and you have to work on yourself to be who you're meant to be. Wow! I love that. So, what were these? attributes that you slowly started developing or what were the first changes that you started observing when you started if any i started feeling whole and complete i could feel it like from a few days of meditating doing exercise journaling you know pouring my thoughts on paper i went on a i went on a forgiveness journey where i started forgiving everyone around me and myself of course so i started uh, reflecting and also lightening my heart i started opening my heart like they say mm. you know i started opening my heart and accepting myself for who i am appreciating myself loving myself but the process of self love is a five phase process and that's what i actually um guide people on because i'm a coach as well and uh, i co coach people from all walks of life yeah um and my mission is to be able to transform your relationship with yourself which impacts the relationship you have with everything else in this world wow and and what 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 does that five phase step look like so the five phase process of self love is the first step is knowing yourself okay you cannot be in love with someone you don't know mm -hmm. it's exactly like the courtship with another you need to spend time with yourself hmm Oh, I like that. Yeah, you need to spend time with yourself. And the second is identifying the self-limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. because we all have those. Like we just touched upon a few yeah. a few minutes ago. Yeah. So identifying the self-limiting beliefs. The third is reprogramming them. So we reprogram those beliefs, like I did for prioritizing myself. Yeah. 
Fourth is letting go. Letting go of everything that is not serving us. It is not serving our soul. Be it thoughts, people, activities, anything, habits. You need to let go and replace them with new things, and new this, habits. This is where the forgiveness part comes in. Absolutely. So that's the fourth phase. Yeah. And the fifth phase is starting to appreciate yourself, accept yourself for who you are. And this is a gratitude. This aspect. is being grateful, appreciating, writing a love letter to yourself. Mm. Just loving yourself fully, authentically yeah. for who you are, like your soul self, basically. Because after this entire process, you actually become pure towards yourself. So I'm thinking of uh, some people who are probably probably listening. If for many, many years, all you've ever told yourself were things like you're not good enough, you're not good looking, and you're not worthy. And when it comes to rewiring those thoughts, it must be quite conflicting, right? So if you have an inner belief versus what you would like to say, because of that friction, do you have any tips or tools how you could manage that? Because it's one thing to want something and it's the other thing to to believe the exact opposite. So how do you work on those inner beliefs? And how do you change that? So obviously, like we discussed, it's the reprogramming of the beliefs. And you can do that in several ways. You can reprogram beliefs in several ways. One is affirmations. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say affirmations, that that is the only way you can... Repetition, basically. Repetition is the only way to get to your subconscious and change those beliefs after the age of seven right okay. so any kind of repetition be it journaling be it meditation be it affirmations that definitely helps got you and meditation is the highest of all mm-hmm. if you may start meditating and in your meditations if you have the positive self-talk with yourself you are sure to understand know yourself and start loving yourself for who you are mm. so the the self-criticism can you talk a little bit about the nature of self-criticism or how that usually develops and and what can people do to resolve it uh, apart from meditation is there anything else that people can do so as part of the self-love process the process is also to love yourself unconditionally and accept your faults and mistakes and unawareness or whatever you are. Basically, accept your flaws. Without judgment. Without judgment. So there's no judgment. You don't judge yourself. Yeah. And we all make mistakes. We are all a work in progress. Mm-hmm. That is a said. So what I would do is I would talk to myself like my mother because she's the one who is, who, who is the most unconditionally in love with me. Wow. Till date, my mom. So I would I would talk to myself in yeah. my head as though my mother is speaking to me. Wow. So you can choose you can choose any such relationship you hold, maybe your grandmother, maybe your best friend, best friend, your sister, your sibling, whoever. Choose that person, make that person your inner voice in your head and let them speak to you at times of anxiety, despair, nervousness or anything like that. Wow. And it really works wonders. Oh, that's such a great tip. That's such a great tip. Anything else that you've done in the process as well? So meditation, I feel, has been underrated. The power that meditation holds in your life is so underrated. And I know a lot of people are talking about it 
but still a lot of people are not doing it <laughs> so i feel meditation extremely helped me yeah because through meditation i would really rewire myself because mm-hmm. it's when we are in meditation we get to the theta state and that's the state we need to reprogram any kind of subconscious programming or beliefs that don't serve us anymore got you yeah 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 so i mean it's as simple as that meditation journaling exercise reading mm. reading something new a newer perspective maybe you're blaming yourself for making a mistake on something but when you read another perspective of the similar subject you will know better and then you will do better the next time got you got you and when it comes to meditation because a lot of people will have the issues of uh, i can't sit and meditate or there are too many thoughts so what tips would you have for people who've never meditated before and they're just starting off with meditation what can they do so it's exactly like going to the gym there's so many of us who've never gone to the gym but then we start yeah it's exactly like that it's like training your mind instead of training your body you start with 2 minutes you go up to 5 minutes you go up to 10 minutes 15 20 30 and you just build from there but you don't give up it's the same going to gym you start with carrying 2 kgs then you start with 5 i mean then you continue with 5 then 15 20 and you can go up you know wow so that's exactly how it is you have to build the muscle to be able to meditate wow no i i completely agree with that so in this process after after going through this journey how did you did you notice your relationship with other people change through changing your relationship with yourself absolutely and what was what was the first observation the relationship that you have with yourself determines the quality of every other relationship in life and not only with people but with money with happiness with joy everything changes oh wow so you have to be aware of this knowledge so when i started falling in love with myself i started having a better relationship with my kids my husband money and everything around me my health oh my god i can't tell you the impact it had on my health just by me loving myself exercising for that 20 30 minutes a day or even four times a week the impact on my health was phenomenal mm. i used to have constant pain in my legs and shoulders mm. and since the time i've fallen in love with myself i have no pain in my shoulders at all wow because you're not only through body awareness but the the work that you put in yourself as well but i'm really curious about how did your relationship with money change and how, how did you make that connection so when you are in a victim state you're in a state of lack as well right you have lack mentality as well because victim mm. and lack you know they go hand in hand but when you are in love with yourself you embark on the journey of abundant mentality because you're giving once you are in love with yourself you are not shy to give out love to everybody so i i mean one of the values at my workplace is love and i'm not shy to give out love to all my colleagues all my stakeholders and i give it out very freely mm-hmm. so when that happens love is the highest energy on this earth and planet so you move from a lack mentality to an abundant mentality wow. so that 
that helps you change your relationship with money as well. Well, and the opportunities that come in and the the relationships you build Absolutely, with that, yeah. that must have completely shifted for you. Yes, you become in a state of flow when you are in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. Everything that you feel that the universe is working in your favor and for you. Wow, I I love that so much. And before we started uh, the show, you you were really sweet to give me uh, one of your books. And I'd love for you to share and talk a little bit about your book. So it's exactly what I spoke to you right now a few minutes ago, <laughs> but in a structured way. So <laughs> please do take get a copy. It's available on Amazon and yeah. all other platforms uh, in UAE and other countries as well. Yeah. Um, so my book is again my journey. It's my mission to create the awareness of self-love so everyone in the world can live a little better. Because it's your right and you can do it. You can make yourself the master instead of instead of your mind and live a life you desire. Wow. So I start with my journey, which we I shared a bit bit of that, where I felt like a victim. Mm. I start with that in the book. Then I go on and also share the five phase process. Mm. Because falling in love with yourself is a process. Yeah. And once you're aware of the process, you can really start working on it and it's not very difficult if you know the process. Yeah. And since I got to know it, I wanted to really share it because as soon as I fell in love with myself, I felt magic. Yeah. I felt what magic would be. Yeah. So I really had to go out and write the book so I could help fellow humans. Wow, that's so sweet of you. And for those listening, the name of the book is Come Alive by Meher Merchandani. And yeah. That's there the it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Meher, thank you so much for joining us today. It was honestly such a pleasure to have you on. So before we leave, any last words to our listeners? I would say you are here to put a dent in the world. <laughs> and as long as you believe it, it's yours to achieve and yours to have. So work on yourself, fall in love with yourself, and feel the magic you're here to feel. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Thank Mahan. you for having me. Thank Absolutely. you. It was beautiful. <laughs> and thank you to all the listeners who are listening. I... If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you have seen it or heard it. And please share it with anyone who needs to hear it. Thank you for watching this episode of the Come Alive Podcast.